Thank you for checking out our podcast today. We hope that the teaching you're about to hear will inspire you and motivate you on your incredible journey in becoming a better you. So please turn your attention to today's message. Romans chapter 5. We're in this uh, verse to, uh, today. We've been on this verse for at least three Sundays already. This is the third Sunday. And again, I said that I was going to continue to speak from this verse. You guys are probably tired of it. This is the last time I'm going to read it. This is the last time I'm going to read it. Next Sunday, I'm going to continue on this, but I'm not going to read it. But I'm going to read it today. So it says, therefore, I'm going to do like Pastor Jose does. Therefore, <laughs> since we have been justified through faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Keep going. Through whom we have gained access. We have gained access by faith into this grace in which we now stand and we boast in the hope of the glory of God. Keep going. Not only so, but we also glory in our Let's repeat that. Not only so, but we also glory in our suffering. I'm going to keep talking about that today. Because we know that suffering produces perseverance. Perseverance, character, and character, hope. And hope does not put us to shame because God's love has been poured out into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. (laughs) Now you guys already know what next Sunday is going to be about. The Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. You see, when we access grace, we need to learn the meaning of this. The word grace means unearned. It means undeserved favor. Therefore, the good news is that grace has nothing to do with your skill level. Grace has nothing to do with your skill level. Grace exists because you came to be. Another way of saying this is that grace is what God provides for you. Faith is now defined as being positive response to what God has already provided through grace. The reason why you're able to receive grace is because you activate your faith. Through your faith, you receive grace. That's how that works. Grace is some good stuff. Grace is amazing. But sometimes we can't get it because we lack faith. Last Sunday, I was here and I was, I, I already told you who's going to win the Super Bowl. I told you. I called it, right? I said, I don't know, guys. And I watched the game because I was like, God, just let them win this time. I know I said it, but just let them win. <laughs> but our faith sometimes is so in-depth in things like that that we don't get anything. We just get a little excitement for a little bit of time. But grace, but grace surpasses all of that. Grace surpasses all of that emotion. Grace surpasses all of that uh, uh, excitement. Think about it. All the Eagles fans, how excited are you today? Woo! Oh, brother. <laughs> Not Sunday. Not from last Sunday. But they're still excited. That's great. You guys have faith. That's awesome. Now let's implement this on our walk with Christ. So that we can receive the grace. That he has to provide for us. 
You see, grace is a good thing, but we don't ever get to see it because we don't implement the faith. In other words, faith is your positive response to God's grace. Your faith only appropriates what God has already provided for you. So hear me out. God has already provided grace. We only need to provide our faith. It's simple. I'm going to keep repeating this. You want grace? Provide your faith. Therefore, faith is your part of the deal. You want more of that grace in your family? Provide faith. You want more of God's love in his grace? Provide that faith. Stop limiting God's ability in your life. Provide the faith so that he can provide some grace. Ephesians 2, 8, 9 says, I'm going to go back here. For it is by grace you have been saved through faith, and this is not from yourselves. It is the gift of God. Grace is a gift of God. Grace is a Grace is a You don't have to have it, but it's a gift. Not by works so that no one can boast. So that no one can boast. This grace is a gift from God so that no one can boast. Romans 5, 3. I I don't have that back there, but that's a verse that I read. It says, because we know that suffering produces perseverance, the word I want to emphasize here is no. Is no. In verse 3 it says, because we know that suffering produces perseverance. You see, no is the key word in this sentence. We should rejoice in our suffering because of what we know what's going to happen. We should get excited over it because we know that through our suffering, his grace shows up. Through our pain, his love shows up. Through our frustration, he continues to work. Now, he can continue to work and he can continue to move us left and right. But our faith has to be in the midst of the presence of God. If our faith isn't in that direction, there's no way that we're going to receive the grace that God has promised that he will give us. Are you guys listening? And what is it that we know about suffering? I want to make a comment about this problem. For many people, the problem of suffering and evil in this world is their biggest problem with believers. Some people call it into question either God's existence or his power in the face of suffering and evil. Despite such a confidence, belief, the presence of suffering does not prove that God does not exist. If you're suffering right now, that doesn't mean that God does not exist. If you're going through, through, through frustration, that doesn't mean that God does not ex- exist. It doesn't, it doesn't even mean that he is not good. We're all going to go through these obstacles. We're all going to go through our struggles. You see, weak and limited and fallen human beings, that's us. We're weak and limited. Fallen human beings simply cannot define the person and the quality of God, but we do. We say, God, you're supposed to do this. But how is God supposed to do this if you haven't, you haven't, you haven't tried to receive more of his presence? Your faith isn't in the direction of where God wants to uh, bring you to. So our faith is lacking because we're not receiving the grace that he has promised us. We cannot tell God who he is and what he is like. But rather, 
and all-powerful, infinite, impeccable, God must describe himself to us. Now, how does he do that? By way of the word. The more you look for God, the more he looks for you. The more you look for God, the more he seeks you. We don't do this. When we go through struggles, we just start crying and writing a whole post on Facebook so that everyone can read it. <laughs> and God is saying, look for me. Amen. Have faith in me. Have faith in what I can do so I can give you the grace that I promised you. Yes. That I can give you that love that I promised you. He doesn't want you to go on this journey by yourself. You don't need to go through this journey by yourself. He is there. He is next to us. We just need to call out to him. We just need to have faith. You see, God tells us who he is and what he is in his word. So why does suffering exist in this world? Man, why is the suffering all around us? Why do I, why can't I make it through Monday sometimes? You see, I've been praying for a couple days, a couple days, almost a month. In the morning, 6.33. I wake up at 5. In the morning, I get myself situated. I do my little beard because I'm trying to grow it. <laughs> I fix my hair. And I read the, uh, the, the, the script that I'm about to give for that morning. And I'm like, God, it's your way. You will allow the people that are waking up in the morning to receive the word for today, Father. It's not my will. It's your will. You know how nervous I am in the morning? I am sweating bullets. At 633, I'm like this. Oh, my God. Because uh, there's a lot of weight in that as well. There's weight here. There's weight when you're singing. There's weight when you're praying in the morning. In the morning, that message that I'm able to share with you guys, I'm preparing the day before. So right after we do the morning prayer, I go back into my Bible. God, what you want to say? 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 I'm like, please, God, please tell me something. <laughs> but because of my faith, he shows me his grace. Amen. Because of my, my wanting to be close to him, he shows me that everything's going to be okay. And I'm going to provide you with some word. Papo, it's going to be okay. I get nervous. I, I start sweating. I don't even know how I sweat. My house is normally cold and I'm sweating. <laughs> At 6.33 in the morning, like, oh my God. And then I want to say sorry if I've ever butchered anybody's name. I've, I've probably done it a lot. I've probably done it. Uh, and I just want to say sorry because you know why? I'm looking at my little cell phone. And I'm looking at the names on the side and I can't see. I'm blind. Even with these glasses, I'm still blind. And I'm trying to get up and I'm still blind. I'm like, God, help me. <laughs> so sometimes I don't say all the names, but I just pray over you guys. But that takes faith to continue this walk. You know why? Because I'm, I'm also having a tough week. I'm also struggling. We also go through stuff. I go through stuff. My wife is leaving again for another week. <laughs> My wife has been gone all month. And I'm like, God, you want me to do prayer? God, you want me to do the whole month? I got my two boys. <laughs> They're crazy. And then I'm also dealing with my son's uh, diabetes. His type 1 diabetes, his alarm doesn't stop sounding sometimes. We all go through it. You see, 
I want you to know that through the testimony from Crystal and Chris, we have been able to learn that in their tribulation, they had to learn to wait on God. And allow themselves to seek more of who he is in their life. Sometimes we don't seek God when we're going through chaos. Sometimes we don't ask for God to guide us. And he is there. He is waiting. Christian Crystal did the total opposite. They say, God, I need you now. Help me out. I need some answers. We also had the opportunity to hear about the story of their daughter, Kaylani, which her birthday is today. She's three years old, right? Oh, this girl look like a crazy Walt Disney princess. She is decked out. She got all these diamonds and she has a crown. And she ran to me and she hugged me. I was like, what the? And I said, hey, baby girl. And she said, it's my birthday. Oh, okay. But that's a miracle. Another year. That's a miracle. You see, we heard the story about Kehlani and how instead of running away from God, Chris and Crystal ran towards God in the form of receiving prayer. Yes. Yes. In the form of, of receiving prayer from their church family. Right. They didn't know what to do. And I'm not trying to call them out again because we're, we're done hearing Chris. <laughs> <laughs> but they didn't know what to do. Right. And instead of running away from God, they said, I know a group of people who are filled with the presence of God that I can surround myself to get the kind of encouragement that I need. Are you, did, you, did you get that? We sometimes run, run to the wrong people for encouragement. You cannot get godly counsel from people who are not godly. It doesn't work. I, I find it so like like bawling in my mind. I'm like, are you serious? Like you're trying to get godly counseling. These people are not saved, but you're trying to get godly counseling and you're trying to get your marriage together and this girl's over here twerking. (laughs) (laughs) But those are the people that we seek godly counseling from. They don't got it together. I'm not saying that as bad. That's what you want to do. Go ahead. That's what you want to do. But when me and my wife was going through struggles, I was looking for godly counseling. I was hurting. I needed answers. I didn't need a friend to take me to Burger King and get a burger. I didn't need that. I need someone to shake me up and say, bro, wake up. Get it together. Get it together. You got this. I needed somebody to just, you know, give me some tough love. Stop surrounding yourself around people who just make you feel happy just for that couple of seconds of your life and then they walk around when it gets worse for you. They walk away from you when it gets worse for you. Surround yourself around people that can hold. Come on, uh, uh, come on, Will. Come on. If I'm over here, I'm like, Will, I'm going through this, I'm going through that. Will, what should I do? Well, that's good, but you got to be more characteristic with me. So, so Will, what should I do? I'm, I'm frustrated. I'm angry. I don't know what to do. I'm losing my mind. Nah, bro, I'm tired. This, this girl is leaving again. She's leaving. This is the problem. This is the problem. 
We surround ourselves around people that do this. Well, give me something. Give me, give me this. You can say, say, I'm doing this. I'm going through this. Tell me something. Uh, Staying up late, didn't I? Yo, bro, we should go out tonight. <laughs> I'm trying to go to sleep. Tonight. No, bro, we should go out tonight, bro. <laughs> listen, listen. <laughs> we should we should hang out, bro. We know we got a lot of fly girls out there, brother. Let's go. Fly, fly. Yeah, go. Okay, but nah, let's go. Come on, brother. Let's go. Oh, we hold hands. This is this is a new this is a new uh, age. I'm like, come on, come on. You see, the problem is we do this. We do this. We're like, come on, come on. And many of us, you know, he's trying to show our buffies. He's trying to hold it, you know. But some of us just automatically goes with the flow. You know why? Because our faith is not on solid ground. We don't know what it is to see the grace of God. Because our faith is easily to be distracted, be pushed away, be pushed to the wayside. Are you listening? Thank you, Will. Yo, Will got some soft hands, yo. He lathered those things with some lotion. I'm trying to take the, the lotion off my But this is the problem, man. You see, while, while, while Chris and Chris was dealing with these issues, they surround themselves around people who can encourage them, people who can uplift them. Grace was already in their life. Grace was already there. Why? Because of their faith. They just needed to implement their faith more so that God could provide them with the answers that they were about to receive the answers was already going to crystal and Chris. they were all going their way they just needed to implement their faith and allow grace to continue to flow because the same kind of grace that helped them with their relationship in their marriage also helped them in this obstacle in this tribulation don't lose hope don't get weak in the knees james one two four says i like this i like this i like this james one two four says dear brother is your life full of difficulties and temptation? Then be happy. What? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to let this marinate for a little while. <laughs> Dear brothers, is your life full of difficulties and temptation? Then be happy. What do you mean by being happy? Go to the next verse. For when the way is rough, your patience has a chance to grow. Let's read that one time. For when the way is rough, your patience has a chance to grow. This is the problem. We want it easy. We want it to be easy. Everything is going to be easy. It's going to be like the doors at Walmart are open by themselves. But like, favor, step in. Like, it's, it doesn't work that way. It takes time. It takes work. It takes dedication. God is already there giving it to you. You just have to be willing to receive it. Are you understanding? The difficult times are going to come. And the Bible says, be happy. Because then you'll see that you'll grow. Keep going. So let it grow and don't try to squirm out of your problems. 
For when your patience is finally in full bloom, then you will be ready for anything. Strong in character and full and complete. You see, when you find yourself going through forms of tribulation and temptation, then find a way to be happy. When you're fighting with eating that last cookie that you're not supposed to eat at night, be like, Lord, take this away. God, please. Just be happy because your, your, strength is, your strength is getting stronger. Your faith is getting stronger. Your endurance is getting stronger. Some of us don't see it that way. Sometimes as soon as we go through our obstacles, we just fall apart. We fall apart and want to give up. Stop giving up. Stop giving up. Stop losing hope. Stop limiting God's ability to allow you to get through your problems. You're going to get through this. You're going to get out of this trials and tribulations. You're going to get out of all these hurdles. You're going to get through it. But understand that when you're going through this, you're also growing. You're also growing. You're probably saying, but I've been going through this for a long time. It's because you're growing. It's because you're growing. My first two years of marriage, I was growing, man. It was chaotic. I told you about that. I was chaotic. I was chaotic. My wife didn't speak English. I didn't speak that much Spanish. And we were going crazy. But I had to understand that I was growing. The more I, I sought out help from people who were filled with God, the more I started to grow and the more, more I started to strengthen, the more our relationship started to get better. That's good. But that's the problem. We need to seek God. We need to seek his help. We need to run to his word. He's there. He's with us. He's on our phones now. Later, and it's free. Dollar Tree sells the Bible for $1.25. The app is free. There's no reason why you don't have the Bible. That word is the most powerful word in the whole entire world. Lives get changed by that word every day. Um, lives be, are motivated by that word every day. I'm telling you, we find ourselves in, in, in obstacles, and when we find ourselves in obstacles, we just fall apart. You see, when you find yourself going through forms of temptation, know that you're growing. Know that your, your patience has, has to strength. Some of us are seeking to grow, but are unwilling to go through the storms. Some of us are seeking to grow, but are willing to go through the storms or the rough patches that will lead us to the answers that we're looking for. All of the people that are here, I know, have all been through some form of storms. Because I've heard them all. I heard the stories. And I see God continue to minister in your lives, and I get excited for you guys. But if there was no storm, there's no growth in your life. If you're not going through obstacles, there's no growth in your life. Don't take it as, oh, man, I can't do this no more. I'm going to walk away from God. I'm going to go with my girl. We're going to hang out. We're going to party. Let's go to Las Vegas. I'm broke, so I got to go to the, um, Dover Downs. I can't do that. Or Delaware Park. I can't do that. I can't hang like that no more. I'm, I'm, I'm broke. I'm a, I'm a parent. So next time when you're going through some form of difficulties, understand that your patience is starting to grow. It's starting to mature. It's starting to develop. But that only happens when you go through tribulations and you're seeking out God. That only happens when you're seeking out God through your tribulations. That only happens when you're seeking out God through your pain. That only happens when you're seeking out God through moments of frustration. Seek out God. My, uh, my prince voice came out. 
Um, Galatians 6 9 says, Woo! Let us not grow weary or become discouraged in doing good. For at the proper time, we will reap if we need, if we do not give in. Let us not grow weary. Don't grow weary or become discouraged in doing good. For at the proper time, we will reap if we do not give in. I tell you right there, don't give in. You're going to reap. Just don't give in. Don't lose hope. Don't get distracted. Don't look at everybody's life on Facebook. It's a lie. <laughs> he said it's true. <laughs> Don't compare yourself. You're on your own journey. That's right. Yo, it brings greater joy to him because he is the only one who can deliver us. And we give him glory. When we keep choosing God, even when we're going through difficult times, it gives God glory. It makes God feel good. Like, hey, that's my, that's my girl. That's my boy. You know, every time my kids run through the door, they say, hey, daddy. I just love when they say, dad, where are you at? That makes me feel good about myself. I've never understood the weight of that title, dad, until I became a father. Because they were like, hey, dad, dad. And over here working like, stop it. And they tapping me and they dad, I want you, I want dad, let's do this, let's do this, dad, okay. I'm like, okay, good. Okay, look, I got this done. Okay, son, what's going on? And then they said, look at this. And they showed me a, a sheet that they got, you know, the grading policies has changed now. It's from one to four now. So, you know, my youngest, Jaden, he's a, <laughs> he's amazing. He's, he's, he is me. <laughs> And that's amazing. Because sometimes he comes to the doors and he's giving me these fours. And I'm like, hey, son, what's going on? And I read the paper. And I'm like, I can't read any of this. But there's a four. And instead of discouraging him, I say, son, you got this. Keep going, son. Congratulations. And then I put it on top of the refrigerator. You know, I put it on the refrigerator so you can see it. While his, his brother, Nehemiah, is writing like five-page essays. Um, and he's like all detailed. I'm looking at Jaden like, that boy is me. That boy is great. He is funny. He makes me laugh. <laughs> Nehemiah is like my wife. <laughs> and I said they both have a different journey that they have to go through. Amen. So instead of me showing a limit that they have, I should show them the man or the father that we worship who takes away those limitations. If you got, if you get, you know, if you're reading my notes, you'll probably, I feel bad for Linda back there. Um, because I, I sent her these notes at, on Saturday and, and I was still working on it. And I passed it through Grammarly, the app, um, because I wanted to make sure everything was right. Um, and sometimes I'm like, God, what did I write? And the reason why is because I laugh at myself is because God chooses someone who is just willing to do the job. Hey. It's not about skill level. You need a mic. You need to say it again. That was deep. Psalms 86, 12 says, I will praise you, Lord, my God, with all my heart. I will glorify you 
your name forever. We give him glory when we seek him. And when we don't give up, when, when, when we keep choosing him first, when we say that he is good, even when we are struggling, when, when we're facing difficult times and we continue to look for him, we continue to glorify his name. And because we continue to do that, he's like, that's a my boy. That's a my boy. You got this. Romans 5, 4 says, I got it for Romans, says perseverance, character and hope. And, 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 and if you have never been driven to wait and have patience, you don't have any experience in trusting God. If you have never been driven to wait, I don't know how many people here, I think we all had that, that moment of waiting Amen. to get some form of an answer. Yeah. 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 Some of us are in that stage right now. Yeah. We're waiting. We're like, God, you got me here. Now what? <laughs> and this is the problem. Sometimes we're getting guidance from people who never had to wait. They never had to wait. They never had to wait for an answer to come their way spiritually. They just don't know how it works. But we seek that kind of help. And God is saying, you just wait and see what I'm going to do for you. Just wait and see how my grace just overflows your life with love. Lamentation 3, 25, 6 says, The Lord is good to those who depend on him. To those who search for him. So it is good to wait quietly for salvation from the Lord. See, but the problem is that too often we can find faithless believers who are weak in seeking out who he is in their life. This is the reason why you you can never help anyone sometimes. Because you don't know how God works you don't know how God says, hey, I'm going to put you through this tribulation. I'm not saying that God says, hey, we're going to put you through this. No, I'm saying that sometimes life throws storms our way. Yes. And we just have to be ready to deal with those storms. Because our answers are going to come. The answers that, are, that we're seeking is going to come. By grace, it's going to come. But the problem is our faith is limited. Our faith is limited. Sometimes we have more faith in people than God. Wow. We have more faith in a doctor's report than God. We have more faith in our education system than God. This is the problem with today's society. We're just giving the world what they want from us instead of taking back what belongs to us. Are you getting this this morning? That's grace. That grace that we're giving out, we got to take it back. We got to take it back. The first point I want to make today is that tribulation brings perseverance tribulation brings perseverance you see another word for perseverance is endurance it's endurance your perseverance is a form of endurance that's why every time an obstacle comes your way you're able to endure it why because God has allowed your perseverance to mature So that anything that comes your way, you're like this. I got this. I got this. You don't know how excited it was for me to go to my parents' house that they just finished purchasing. How I was excited to walk in through those doors and see how excited they were. They were like, oh, look at this. Look at this. Look at this. And I'm like, yeah, I'm popping, mom. Yeah. You see, their perseverance allows them to continue to walk in God's grace. To continue to walk in God's grace. All that they have is because of their faithfulness to God. 
So if something happens in your life that is hard and painful and frustrating and disappointing, and by grace, your faith looks to God and to his power and to his sufficiency and his fellowship and his wisdom and his love, and you don't give up in the bitterness and resentment and complaining, then your faith endures and perseveres. With all this, all of these struggles that we go through, and if you don't give up once, your faith endures and perseveres. It becomes stronger. How is it stronger? It's stronger the way tempered steel is. If you've ever seen, I watched like some documentary sometime on Netflix, and I was watching how a blacksmith would strengthen steel. The way that they will strengthen steel is by putting the rod in fire. And then they'll take it out and then they'll bang it with the hammer. And then they'll put it back in. In fire. You're going through frustration. You're in fire right now. You're getting strengthened. Be patient. And then the blacksmith takes it out again and hammers it. The molecules of the steel starts to tighten. Starts to tighten. So that rod before it was able to bend. But because of the fire that that rod was placed into, it became stronger. It became stronger to the point that now it can't bend no more. You see, that's what faith does. When you have faith, grace comes into your life and it strengthens you. It strengthens you to the point that no one can shake you up. No one can push you to the side. No one can say that God does not exist because my God exists. See, tribulation is like the fire that tempers the steel of faith. So when Paul says tribulations brings about perseverance, he means that the fiery tests of troubles are met by God to make your faith unbreakable. You're going through something, understand that your faith is about to be unbreakable. Yes. Say, I'm going, say, I'm going through something today, but my faith is about to be unbreakable. See, that's the first truth that grace uses to make us into joyful people. That's why it's hard to be around joyful people sometimes because your faith ain't strong. You haven't been through anything. You haven't been in the fire. When my son got diagnosed with diabetes in 2020, I was dealing with the COVID stuff. I wasn't expecting this was going to happen. But God put me in the fire. I was in the fire. And I was dealing with this. And, and you know my story. I was in the parking lot and I cried to God. I said, God, I don't know why you did this. We had those moments. I was in a parking lot and I was saying, God, why? Why is this happening? Because I'm human. And then I looked up to the building at AI DuPont and I saw all these windows. And my spirit was like, in all these other windows, there's more problems going on. But I'm going to take care of you. It's going to be okay. Why? Because you have me. How many other people are in the hospital today that are trying to survive, trying to get through their issues, but they don't have the answer. I have the answer. And at that moment, I said, God, forgive me. I was selfish. I'm so sorry. You're, you're going to take the wheel. I'm allowing you to, to, to maneuver my destiny and, and the way that it needs to go through this fiery fire that I'm in. And then when I got out of it, my faith was totally different. I was like, God, God's going to get us, babe. God's going to take care of us. We're going to be all right. We're going to get through this. So at night when I hear that beeping noise, when his, his sugar's going down, I'm like, God, is going to get us through this. It's going to be okay, babe. We're going to make it out. I'm not saying this story to make you feel 
any, 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 any like guilt or, or, or sadness for me. That's my story. This is my journey. But I use this story to encourage you guys to not lose hope. To not, to not just, just, just give up. Life is difficult. It's, it's difficult. We all know this. But don't give up. Let's persevere. You see, perseverance, second point. Perseverance brings about proven character. You want to show people who you really are? Let's persevere so we can bring about some proven character. The focus here is on the word proven. The idea is that when you put metal through a fiery testing and it comes out on the other side of, of, of persevering and endures, what you call that metal is proven. It's authentic. It is genuine. When you're in fire, you are now proven to withstand any other obstacles that you will face. You are now saw out as authentic. You're seen as authentic. And God sees you and says, look, this guy is authentic because he, can, he knew or she knew where to run to. We're all going to go through that fiery pit. We can't, lose our, we can't lose our hope in where our help comes from. So listen, when you go through tribulations and your faith is tested and it perseveres, what you get is a wonderful sense of quality in yourself. Yes. So, yes, I might not be the most skinniest guy here. And it's funny because my, my son, Jaden, he said, Dad, why do you only look skinny on Sundays? <laughs> and I was like, because I wear black. Because <laughs> I wear black and I got some layers. <laughs> it's the skin. <laughs> but that's the problem. We're going to persevere. We're going to get through this. Yeah, we're in the fire right now, but understand that when you get out, you're not going to be the same person. Deanna, you're not going to be the same person. Jordan, you're not going to be the same person. Mike, you're not going to be the same person. Will, you're not going to be the same person. We're not the same people. Because what happens? The fire strengthens us. The tribulation strengthens us. Let's be happy because when that happens, we know that we're going to come out differently. We're going to come out with an extra step in our step. <laughs> See, and it's therefore real, authentic. We become real and authentic and proven and genuine. That's the second truth that God's grace uses to make us into the kind of people who, who exalt him in our tribulations. Every Sunday we're here exalting his name. On Monday, we're exalting his name at 6.33 in the morning. We're saying that this God that we talk about on Sunday continues to work in our lives and continues to take us from one day to the other, to the other, to the other. This is why I'm here. This is why I'm here going through this fire because I'm going to get out totally different. I'm going to get through this tribulation. I'm going to get through this moment of frustration. It's okay. Burn me up. Light me up. I'm good. Because that allows me to come out as a different person. I become, I become stronger. I'm a different person. I'm a different person that, 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 that is now stronger and able to do more things than before. Third point is that proven character brings what? Hope. Hope. Proven character brings what? Hope. Romans 5, 3, 4. I didn't give it to the guys in the back, but that's from the scripture that we've been reading for a whole month. I'm only been focusing on, on five uh, verses from Romans. We also exalt in our tribulations knowing that tribulation brings about perseverance. And perseverance brings about proven character. And proven character brings about 
hope. Now, how is that? How does proving character bring about hope? Isn't the answer that when your faith has been tried in affliction and persevered and, and thus proven genuine and authentic, you know, you now know you are a true believer. Many times we, we feel like, God, I just need a little bit more of your presence. God, I just need a little bit more of you. But the answer should be, God, what should I give you? Your character should be, God, I surrender myself to you. You do as you please. Most of our prayers throughout the week is all about, God, give me this. God, I need this. God, I can't go through this, so help me. Why don't you pray, God, what do you need me to do, God? God, I know I'm in fire right now, but what do you need me to do for your kingdom? That's the kind of character our Heavenly Father is looking for. People who are able to stand up in faith and know that it's all going to be okay. Even if they're going through tribulations, they can still wipe it off and say, God, what you need me to do now? God, I'm here. I'm enduring this furnace. I'm in this fire right now. I'm getting stronger, Lord. But tell me what you need me to do. Tell me where you need me to go. Tell me. But the problem is, is that most of us, we can't do this. When things come our way, we just fall apart. And we say, God, give me this. Give me that. God, you failed me. God, you're horrible. God, I can't stand you. I'm just yelling right now. God, because you just keep getting me angry. I'm just angry with you. I don't want nothing to do with you. And then God is right there to the side. He's like, what are you, what? I, I've, I've done nothing but good for you. I've been here the whole entire time. And now you're saying that I am messing up your life? No, 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 no. I'm not messing up your life. You're messing up your own life. Proving character brings hope. Your character is what brings hope in your life. Your demeanor is what brings hope in your life. The way that you walk at work is what brings grace in your life. It was so cool. My kids came with me to work on, um, on Friday. We had a PD day. I thought I was able to escape from my kids. <laughs> but my wife was gone. So I had to bring them. So they came with me. And it was so amazing to see how my, implo- my, my co-workers were able to cover, their up, cover them up with love. And say, hey, come, come with me, little, little, little Mr. C's. Come over here. Come over here. Let's do some arts and crafts. Let's do this. Let's do that. And I'm seeing how my co-workers are doing all this. And I'm like this. They're receiving favor because of the works that their father has done in that school system. They're receiving blessings because of Papa. Because every time Papa's walking down the hallway, we're like, yo, how you doing, bro? Let me give me a high five. Yeah, you're going to be good. You're going to get through this. It's going to be okay. I'm not that person that brings negativity into an environment. I bring the light into the environment. I bring hope into the environment. And because I do this, my kids are able to receive that blessing. My kids are able to receive that comfort, that they are safe. It's okay. They were walking all over the school doing little jobs. And they were like, Mr. C, your kids are working. I said, yeah. Because I want them to do the same exact thing that I'm doing. So the same way that they're serving, I'm teaching them how to serve. The same way that they're cleaning, I'm teaching them how to clean. 
because we are supposed to serve. Jesus did not come to this world just to be served. He came to this world to serve. He came to this world to serve. And through the serving that I've done throughout my little couple years there at the school, my kids were able to receive that blessing. And he said, Pop, I can't wait to the next PD day. I said, no, you're not coming with me. I said, you're not coming next time. like, no, man. They were at the gym playing basketball with the gym teacher. And they were like, Dad, it was so cool. I was like, I know. It's my job. It's what I do. And they are like, I want to come next time. I was like, no, no. Your mom's going to be here. See, God wants to continue to allow you to understand how great he is in your life. This is why he gives you all this all these forms of resources. He gives you the Holy Spirit who lives in you to remind you when you're messing up. You think that's your conscience speaking to you? That's not your conscience. That's the Holy Spirit. Spirit saying, hey, you messed up. You're going, you're, you're going out of the regular routine. What's going on? The Holy Spirit is the one that wakes you up like, hey, wake up. What are you doing? You're going too far. You're moving too fast. Slow down. If that's not your Holy Spirit, you need to pray more because that's my Holy Spirit. He'd be like, you're moving too fast. Our faith is not something that everyone can understand. It's not something that people are going to understand or, or have a common sense of how it's supposed to work. We believe in a God that we can't see. We believe in a God that for others, they don't know why this works. So they try to disprove it. But I want you to know the more your faith is activated, the more his grace is activated in your life. You got something this morning? again for checking out our podcast if you would like to find information about who we are or how to donate so that we can keep doing what we're doing please check us out at www.scarletnotes.org see you next time